Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, the Coors Radio Network presents The Roy Green Show with Roy Green, keeping you informed and entertained. Now, here's Roy. You know, people get so so angry at, at, at me sometimes. I, when did I say Donald Trump was a joke? I'm talking about him in the last hour. And we did the interview with Fran Coombs from uh, Rasmussen. And all I talked about was, asked was, is the appeal still there? Is this a finite amount of time and uh, where people normally have interest? And I want to know whether the road is running out for the appeal that Donald Trump had at the beginning. And people get mad. It says one tweet with the F-bomb, and I get all sorts of emails here saying, you are in favor of those lefties. And Hey, it's Roy you're talking to. Boy. But I get your point. Now, listen about listen to this. There's Stéphane Lozon. He was a city councillor in Gatineau, Quebec. From 2009, until he stepped aside from that job to run as a candidate for Justin Trudeau's Liberals in last October's federal election. All right, so the term is still underway, but he steps aside from the city council job to run for the Liberals. First of all, I don't like the idea that you run for office and then you leave halfway through your mandate or before the mandate's over to run for another job. But only after he won the seat for the Liberal Party, it doesn't matter whether it's Liberals, Conservatives, NDP, it wouldn't matter. It's the principle. Only after he won the, 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 the federal election, won the federal seat, did he quit as councillor in Gatineau. Only after. Now Mr. Lozon is happily stuffing almost $70,000 in retirement and transition allowances into his pocket. That, according to the Globe and Mail, consists of $12,931 retirement allowance and a transition allowance of $56,540, totaling just shy of that $69,500 that I mentioned. Again, this is now according to City of Gatineau officials. The Mr. Lozon sees, what a surprise, nothing wrong with this. Uh, he's not only a member of Parliament earning the nice six-figure MP salary, but he's also, as the appointed Parliamentary Secretary for Sport and Persons with Disabilities, earning $184,000 as a rookie MP. The mayor of Gatineau, Maxime Pedneau-Jobin, says, quote, in terms of the law, it's entirely justifiable, end quote. But he also says the rules should be changed when a councillor runs for another public office while serving a term as council that he campaigned for. The mayor doesn't think Mr. Lozon should receive that 69000 uh, whatever it is, 500 bucks. But the mayor didn't reply to my request to have him come on the show. A new conservative MP from Quebec who quit the provincial government ranks, Gérard Detel, was eligible to receive $100,000 in allowances, but Mr. Deltel voluntarily declined to take that money. Hmm. Aaron Woodrick is the federal director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Aaron, how are you? How are you doing, Roy? Well, I'm not happy with Mr. Lozon. Yeah, it's fair to say we're not happy with him either, Roy. I, you know, I think you've hit the nail on the head. This is pretty egregious stuff. Isn't it? I mean, can, you, can you think of another job 
Can Canadians think of another job where you could get away with this sort of thing? He, he has a job. He applied for it to the people. He was elected to the Council of Gatineau. Then he doesn't quit the job while he's applying for the next political job. Only when he wins the seat does he quit the one he already had, so there's some strategic planning there. And then he pockets $69,500 and says, I'm entitled to my entitlements. Well, yes. And, you know, it is it is staggering that someone can think that this is okay. You know, what does the average person understand severance to be for? It is for a situation where you find yourself, unfortunately, without a job, not of your own choosing, certainly not for someone who quits their job voluntarily, and certainly not for someone who quits their job voluntarily to go on to another job, which is even more higher paying than the last one. Yeah. Uh, we have another person with us. She's with us uh, on a regular basis. I know you like her at the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. She's a former Liberal member of Parliament who informed Canadians about all of her expense spending and paid a tremendous price for doing that. Michelle Simpson is with us as well. I could smell the burning. Michelle, I could smell the burning. Absolutely, Roy. I, I couldn't agree more with Aaron. The word is egregious. First off, I totally, totally agree that uh, it the transition money for in political office to me is like severance when you get fired by the people you get unelected that comes out of the blue and i'm i'm, I'm a fair person fair-minded but here's an individual that quit voluntarily for more money in a different political position it is just outrageous and, it, you know, I don't care what the rules say. It's the politicians that set those rules yeah. to make sure that they're well looked after. And it doesn't matter what the political party is. It yeah. just so happens that this gentleman, Monsieur Lozon, with the extra 69500 by the way, uh, think of all the people in the oil patch in Alberta who've lost their jobs to whom $69,500 would represent better than a year's uh, potential income now. Uh, he, uh, Mr. Deltel didn't, the other guy didn't take the money. He was offered a hundred thousand dollars. He didn't take it, but Lazon says it's all mine. Uh, and I'm entitled to it. Now I'm thinking about another person I know. People of Hamilton will, will recognize Bob Rettina. Bob and I worked together at CHML in Hamilton. We worked at what was then Talk 640 in Toronto as well in the nineties. And Bob ran for, for, uh, for, for city council, and he was elected to city council, and then he ran for mayor. Now, Bob and I often didn't see eye to eye on what day of the week it was, and I would never say that Bob was one of my closest friends, but I have a lot of respect for what he did. He decided he was going to run for the same election, in the same election, for a member of parliament in Hamilton, and he, so he didn't run for re-election as mayor of Hamilton. He stepped aside, he waited for the federal election, and then he ran, and he won. Lot, that's fine. That's that's the way it should be done. Lozon sticks uh, the 69.5 in his pocket, and what can we do? Nothing, Aaron. Nothing. No, well, you know, the, the fallback here is what I call the Duffy defense, is saying, well, you know what, I'm entitled to it. The law says I can take it. And I think it's important for Canadians to make clear to people, you know, like this individual, that it's not just about doing what you're entitled to. You have to actually be able to defend what you're doing, you know, ethically, morally, that it's right, that it's, that it's reasonable for you to do this. And so, you know, when, when people say, well, the rules were vague, and so therefore what I did was technically okay, you know, you can do what, like Mr. Detell did, and say no. Say no, I will turn it down. I don't need it. 
I have made a decision of my own, you know, volition here to go and try and do something else. So I will, I will leave the money and I will respect the taxpayer. Yeah. I know Michelle, when she heard me say, there's nothing we can do, was wondering why that was coming out of my mouth. Um, I'm just testing the temperature of the water. There is something we can do and we can prevail on politicians and we have to take the initiative, right, Michelle? We can prevail on politicians and say, no more. Don't pass these kinds of regulations that allow you to pull this stuff and then have the mayor say, oh, it's okay, you know, by law, it's okay. I don't want him to do it, but by law, it's okay, just in case I might want to do it someday. But that also speaks, not only, that that speaks to the ethics of the individual. And I think, what Mr. Lazan, you maybe have the right, the rules say, right. but to me, the definition of ethics is not about doing something you have the right to do, but more about doing the right thing. And you mentioned he was a parliamentary secretary to boot. Um, that comes with thousands more money, thousands of dollars more than the average MP. So we're not in a hardship case here either. So there you go. Well, let me ask you both a final question. Shouldn't there be um, some pressure on Mr. Lausanne from the from the uh, government, from the governing party, that says, you can't do this. This is not good optics for us. It's not good optics for you. Give the money back, Aaron. Well, I would certainly like to see that. Um, you know, there are, there are other individuals, too, I know, that have come out of the woodwork that have also, you know, claimed money in, in similar circumstances, um, perhaps not exactly the same. And so I think it's incumbent on, you know, uh, the leaders of all the parties, if they have anyone in their caucus who is doing this, I I think they should. Or, you know, at least going forward, they should make it clear, saying, you know, uh, anyone, for example, who wants to run for us, who is a sitting public official, you know, one of the conditions that we allow you to run for us is that you are not going to take any severance um, if you are are elected to sit in our caucus and have to leave your existing position. Yeah. And if that doesn't happen, Michelle, then a pox on all their houses. Absolutely, Roy, no question. Uh, you know, Mr. Trudeau, the, you know, the Prime Minister, was shamed into doing that with respect to speakers. That's right. So he's in a perfect position to say, you know what, give it back. That's he's right. Mr. Give it back. Mr. Trudeau only gave money back to one for one speaking engagement when he was shamed into doing it by the people who paid him and they lost money on the event when they paid after they paid him they lost money and he gave the money back yep. but he had to be shamed this is terrible it's, there's the right way to do things there's the wrong way to do things and Mr. Lozon should be ashamed of himself and uh, at this point it's pretty much all we can do but we can push hard and people do have the opportunity to push back just because you're not in his And his writing doesn't mean you can push back. Michelle, thank you very much, Aaron. Good talking to you. First time we've had a chance to talk. Thank you. Thank you, Roy. All right, I'm going to come to you now at 888-225-8255, across Canada on the Chorus Radio Network. Here it is. Is the former Gatineau city councillor entitled to $69,500 in retirement and transition payments after winning a Liberal seat during the October 19th federal election. I have to ask you this because he's getting it. He's getting it. So do you believe, and maybe there are people who believe this and entitled to it, do you believe this guy, Stefan Lausanne, 
is entitled to $69,500 in transition payments after winning the uh, liberal seat during the October 19th federal election. Maybe he's just a hard-working servant of the people who's taken on a much tougher job and should not be dealing with rude and unfeeling taxpayers who begrudge this dedicated public servant a measly $69,500 in departure money. Grumpy Albertans begrudging Eastern entitlements again, huh? 888-225-8255 888-225-8255 is my number, 416-870-6400, if you're in Toronto. You've got two choices here, folks. You've got two choices. Choice number one, say nothing, and it happens again. Choice number two, say what's on your mind, and maybe some pressure will be applied. Maybe this dude will have to give his money back, his money, our money. Maybe they'll put pressure on him to, do, to, to return the money. It's all about letting them know when they've blown it. 888 416-870-6400. Speak your mind on Stefan Lausanne. And that's 69500 Mr. Lausanne is happily sticking into his jeans. Call me right now. Award-winning broadcaster Roy Green is keeping you company on your weekend. This is The Roy Green Show across the Chorus Radio Network. Daryl sends an email to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. We have a guy in Edmonton did the same thing. Now $300,000 in by-election. Good show. Thanks, Daryl. That's right. By-elections. Aaron emailed to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Was there also a by-election for his void seat midterm? If yes, what was the price tag? I don't know what the price tag would be, Aaron, but I can guarantee you it wouldn't be minor Joshua on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. Uh, just like the police chief and deputy chief in Peterborough who took over 400000 in termination pay. I don't remember that story. Liberal Party. SETI. Roy, at the Roy Green Show. Liberal Party always entitled to their entitlements. Oink, oink. It's just... It's awful. Michelle Simpson has stayed with us. Because, Michelle, what I'd like you to do is... if. if just remind us, please. And this is—I this goes beyond parties. This is about ethics. This is about doing the right thing. As a representative, elected representative of the people, you were under tremendous pressure to stop informing Canadians what your expenses were. And to, until this date, you're still the only member of Parliament to have done so. They're not doing it now. They're not going to do it in the future unless there's tremendous pressure applied by Canadians. And you had huge pressure applied to you to stop. You there, Michelle? Yep, absolutely true. Absolutely. And, you know, I do think that the public can weigh in. It has to be sustained. It has to be for more than one news cycle. It has to be enough enough at all levels of government. It is absurd what, you were, what sorry, go ahead. people are getting away with. You, you, were, <clears throat> excuse me, you were dragged into the office of the party leader. Um, why is my brain disconnecting? What's his name? It might, Michael. Oh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Professor. You were hauled yeah. into his office and you were re- read the riot act, weren't you? Yes, I was. And I was told how bad I was making everyone look. And I, I, I did stand up for myself. I fought back and I said, 
I'm not making anyone look bad. You people are making yourselves look bad. I wasn't going to get run over, railroaded. I mean, I thought, what's the worst that can happen? The people elected me. It's not like they could absolutely fire me. And if they could, that wouldn't have troubled me either. This is really something. You're called in to the party leader who wants to be the prime minister of the country. And you're told you're making everybody look bad. And you're making everybody look bad because you're informing Canadians of what you're spending your expense money on. So you're making everybody look bad because you're not in cahoots with the rest of the ethically challenged twits uh, who occupy the tiny seats in the shadow by the rideau. Because you're you're being honest with Canadians, you're making <laughs> you're making everybody on Parliament Hill look bad. And do they? I wonder if they ever recognize just how awful that sounds. Well, I I think that the the big thing was the fear factor. Uh, it all led me to believe, uh, particularly for some of the you know veterans, what is it that you're hiding? You obviously don't want to post it because, you know, maybe you're playing fast and loose with the rules. I don't know. Yeah. If, but uh, that was my gut reaction. If you have nothing to hide, you just throw it all out there. Exactly. They were also afraid of being criticized, even for a legitimate expense. You know, and uh, someone could argue, well, I don't think you should have spent money on that particular event. Well, you know what? I did. So there you go. But if you can't stand up to that kind of scrutiny, you're in the wrong game, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. And not a one of them has stood up and said, hey, I think the Auditor General should audit all of us. No, exactly. I was in favor of it. In fact, I spoke to Sheila uh, Fraser at the time, had lunch with her, and I offered, and this was as she was trying to get through the doors of Parliament, and I said, you know what, by all means, you guys get through the door, you go through my books, I, and I volunteered, and she'd tell you that. I told her over lunch. I don't doubt that for a I second. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want the uh, cloud over me. You know, you really set the standard, and the sad thing is none of them, not a liberal, not a conservative, not a new Democrat, not a, a Green Party member, uh, not a member of the Senate, has stepped up and said, I mean, the senators were audited because they had to be. Although they did ask for auditing. Hey, I've run out of time. You set the standard. Michelle, thank you so much. We're not going to let it go. We're not going to okay. let it go. Michelle Simpson, uh, she's remarkable. She's with us every Saturday with the beauties. We'll come right back. <laughs> 